0: Welcome, West Michigan Morning People. This is Creative Mornings Grand Rapids, a podcast showcasing our local creative community. We are excited to bring you all of our talks and events in podcast format. We are starting things off with a recording of our very first mini morning. Mini mornings are filmed live on Instagram in our relaxed Q and A discussion with a local creative. Interested in being part of a mini morning in the future? Email our team at Grand Rapids at creativemornings.com. In March, we sat down with Kristen Zuller, a multidisciplinary artist from Grand Rapids. Obsessively curious, much of Kristen's work is based on exploration of different mediums and creative expression. We discuss her path to freelance and the importance of mentorship throughout all stages of life. Before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to thank our global sponsors, Mailchimp, Basecamp, and Skillshare. This month, Mailchimp partnered with Oscilloscope Laboratories to bring another year of hashtag support the digital platform where you can watch a selection of more than 25 films from the South by Southwest 2021 official short film program for free online. It's been a long year. We deserve short films. Watch now on Mailchimp Presents. Basecamp is our global partner for project management, and they have a groundbreaking new email platform, Hey. Email sucked for years, not anymore. Check them out at hey.com. Skillshare is an online learning community, helping millions take the next step on their creative journey. Thank you for supporting our creative community. Get ready to sit back, relax, and enjoy this insightful discussion with Kristen Zoller. Welcome, everyone. This is so exciting to have um, kind of our first engagement with our audience for the first time in a while. And we're just kind of dipping our toe back in the water with these mini mornings, and we hope to keep them going for the rest of forever because they're really, I think, going to be fun and an opportunity to engage with our community. So I want to open it up first to give our wonderful, amazing speaker an opportunity to give you her background and a little bit about who she is and. That'll probably tell you why we picked her to be on this morning. So take it away with a little background on you. Sure. Um, my name is Kristen
1: Zeller. Um, I am a graphic designer. Um, that's probably one of the things I've done the most in my career, but um, I started out um, as a youth, just being really interested in art, um, naturally um, inclined to want to create, draw. So pencil drawing mostly. Um, and then I kind of pushed myself into design type or artistic creative types of jobs when I was younger. Um, and, and I was going to attend a, a college in Chicago for design and I ended up getting pregnant. So um, that actually was a huge game changer and like just being, having the experience as a mother um, definitely plays a huge role in like all of the opportunities that came after. So um, I started to work at Bodville when I was about 23, I think, um, and I stayed with Bodville for a total of about 16 years. Um, I left in 2012, came back in a few, a couple years later. Um, but what I did there, what I started off with was like production art, so just very technical work, um, preparing files and things that were going to be um, sent to like an engraver or a printer or screen printing, many different um, uh, a range of different uh, print and production techniques. Um, and then what what the kind of obstacle was is that I didn't have a degree. So I had like the the raw talent, but the the trust, is not there in some spaces when you don't have a degree. Um, And so it took many years, like 10, (laughs) to prove that I was actually capable of designing and creating and uh, coming up with ideas and things like that. So um, the production art was like the main thing, but that kind of moved into then doing print work, um, cover layout design, product design, Going to see like you know um, print print uh checks, which was amazing to see like the whole process with that, so it was definitely corporate based um lots of organization I had a project manager, so like being a freelancer um I've been spoiled <laughs> by the corporate world in that aspect of being like managed and told this is what we're looking for and here's a nice brief, and all of that um. But yeah, so that's kind of been my journey. Um, I worked for Baudville up until a couple of years ago, and I got a really good opportunity with Lafleur Marketing, which is a small design agency here in Grand Rapids as well. And it was like the dream job um, where I didn't have much flexibility at Baudville to work from home. It was the complete opposite with Lafleur Marketing. Um, And so that was huge for me because I have a family. um, So that was the dream job for me. Unfortunately, um, it was only six months. They couldn't, uh, they, they didn't have enough coming in at the time to retain me. Um, they were so supportive though, um, just getting me off and off and running into freelance. And so that's kind of what I decided to do. I mean, it wasn't something I planned, but it kind of worked out that way. And, then everything took off from there. (laughs) So
0: yeah. And yeah. I think I think Fallon is listening. And shout out to LaFleur because I work with them personally too. And they're such an amazing company. And um something that most people watching probably don't know is that you and I have a strange connection because we both worked in promotional products, which I didn't know when we first met. And um that is such a small industry in a small world. And so I certainly know the gratification of like designing something and then getting to actually see it on a product and, and having the actual tactile physical thing that you designed right. in your hands is certainly a different experience.
1: It is. It's really cool.
0: So why don't you just dive into how you started that transition from going from Bodville corporate space into your, and then having gone to LaFleur and then moving into that freelance career, like, how did you get the courage to take that step? Um, And how did you, what were the tools you used to really get yourself started?
1: Right. So I think part of it was that I tried to do it in 2012 when I left Vaudeville, voluntarily left them to pursue freelance. I didn't have a plan, didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of jumped off the cliff and I failed. Like maybe I want to say about a year after that, it was like I was holding on for a threat, like a thread, like, please, something come save me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, you got to save yourself really is what it is. Um so I think having that failure experience was huge because this time this time around, it felt right. It felt like I knew that I was capable, with, especially with the amount of knowledge and information and learning over the course of those five years from 2012 to 2017, 18, 19, um, that also played a part. So it was really um, the support and the connections. Um, LeFleur connected me with creative circle, which is kind of like um, an agency that helps creatives and artists get positions that, you know, are with the skills that they have. Um, And so I developed a relationship with a company called Tilt in Detroit, did a lot of like um, stuff for Johns Hopkins. I got to do Um, Penn Medicine. um, They have some really cool campaigns going on. So just getting connected to people, was huge and Lafleur giving me those connections. Um, I worked with Wit and Craft a little bit. Um, that was fun. I had worked with Lisa at vaudeville because she, she well, she's um, one of the partners at Wit and Craft. So just the connections really helped. And also, I mean, you just have to be. <laughs> it's scary. So mm-hmm. there there is fear. It's a part of being an entrepreneur. And I think that everybody who's freelancing entrepreneur owning their own business like it's always there but the 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 gains and the good things help the fear kind of sub- be subsided so
0: I yeah got, and got. I, I feel like you have really just built your network and you went out and found those connections. And and when you had a connection, you asked them who else you could connect to. And I know for a lot of freelancers, whether they're designers, writers, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Building that network is hard, and it's even harder in a pandemic. So I'd love to hear what your tips or tricks might be on how someone who's just starting out or maybe well into their career can get out there and build that network and keep those connections going. Sure. So there are some
1: places, um, there are people that have created spaces and and businesses to help get you the resources that you need. Um, I guess first and foremost is just don't be afraid to ask because I mean, if somebody doesn't want to help, somebody doesn't want to guide, they will tell you no or they'll ignore you and then you just keep it moving. Um, but I would just, you know, send an inbox. So, for example, I watched a webinar. So my new my new thing that I'm learning is UX, um, user experience design and user interface design. Um, and so, you know, being new to this uh, digital space because I'm such a print person um, and a design person i watched a webinar i was joined a webinar with kevin white he works for echo studios and like maybe two months later i thought i need to talk to him like he is the expert i really loved his talk i like how he communicated too um so it wasn't just about what he was talking about i actually like how he delivered it Um, and so i reached out to him on linkedin we ended up having a meeting and he told me about little space studios which is an organization that has different membership levels and you then can have access to experts. So literally they I have Kevin and Heather with Echo Studios like hold my hand whenever I have questions. When I don't know something, we jump on a call, we do screen shares. Like it's been so helpful for me. Um, because it's great to watch tutorials, but like I want somebody who's doing it right now to tell me what's going on right now. So
0: Yeah. yeah. And I was just having a conversation with Leanne yesterday, and her and I were talking about. Um, mentorship and just mm-hmm. for me, I I think mentorship had been this idea. You know, I, I never really saw myself being in a mentorship position, but right. I have two mentors that I kind of connected with through the pandemic through LinkedIn mm-hmm. uh, because I saw they were doing things that I wanted to do professionally in my career, right. and I just reached out in a LinkedIn message, and we've had a monthly meeting since probably the start of the pandemic on Zoom, and it has been a game changer just to talk yeah. to somebody who's been through it before. I mean, who's doing the things and striving to do what you want to achieve makes a huge difference. And it certainly takes courage to, to plunge into the inbox and be like, hi, I'm this person. And I saw you in X, Y, Z, but, exactly. but you just got to do it. And, um, you know, I think people are going to be more receptive to that than ever coming out of the pandemic and just yeah. being way more open to, Um, providing knowledge and education and and saying, you know, I can, I can help connect you to so-and-so. So So I love um, that you saw the webinar and that you followed up and reached right out. I think that is like such a great idea um, for anybody. We're all doing a lot of these live events. If you see someone, reach out to them. There's no harm done. It's free.
1: (laughs) And I mean, that's kind of how I did with Chelsea.
0: Um, you know,
1: I, I just was like, I love everything she does. I I want, I need to talk to her about how how does she, you know, what is her thought process? How does she, what does she think about what she's doing and how does she do it? And she gave me so many tools, um, like organizational tools, because the part for me that I struggle with the most is staying organized on the business side. Mm -hmm. Um, the creating part is, is not the issue. It's, the business part. <laughs> so that's yeah. a big uh, hurdle that I've had to tackle. I'm still tackling. Yeah, I
0: think for all creatives, the the business side, the emails, the invoices, the accounting, that's, that's not why you probably started freelancing because you wanted to that's, do all of that. But um, that is certainly the area where you could find you know, a mentor who is is like Chelsea, running their own business, has been for a while and just learn the ropes from them. I saw some other comments of people saying, yeah, mentorship, thats that was a game changer. And um, if there's one tidbit we can get out of this, maybe it's it's reach out to somebody you wanna be like or who's somebody you look up to and, and see if you can get a connection going for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in your career. Yep, you should be open to mentoring, definitely. Um, so I wanted to touch on, I know what you were talking about UX and so you are amazing and do so many different things. You don't just have one. And I, I'm the same way. I love doing a bunch of different things and I'm never just like in one medium, um, but mural work is something that you have done in the past and you were part of the windows GR project last year. So I, I think that probably the audience and I myself would be curious to hear how you got connected into that project and just really what your experience was like during and after that
1: sure so how i got connected with that was just a dm from asia horn um, with element 7 she we didn't know each other um she just sent me a dm and said hey this is what's going on and i was like i said to my daughter my daughter's 16 i was like hey you want to do this with me cuz she's an artist too and she's an activist and i said she was like sure so we ended up going down there together side we did side by side paintings um and all I can say is just, it was just amazing to see, I don't like to say like young people because I'm also young too, but like younger than me in 20s coming together, putting this whole thing together to, um, organ from organizing it to the supplies and just how how everything went together. I know not everybody had the, the same experience, but it was a great experience for me and her, especially yeah. to do together um
0: yeah and yeah. that i i remember seeing um i think actually darlene might have taken some photos and i you know there was photos all over the news afterward and everything and and your piece just stuck out to me and the story behind it was like you know it's already a gut-wrenching situation but also just like brought my heart into like a bursting sphere of just like this is such a great story and the piece like has, you just look at it and there's meaning right away. And I think you guys did such a wonderful job. Um, how did that mural project, um, I, I know personally that it led to another mural opportunity. Do You want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. So there wasn't, an, there's another opportunity. Um, one, it hasn't been finished. It's downtown wealthy, Um, Wealthy and Division area, that's kind of been postponed because of the weather. So that's coming soon. Um, But a lot of opportunities came, not just murals, but being connected with Asia and then her connecting me with Hannah Berry and Lions and Rabbits and Jasmine Bruce and everybody on that team. Um, I got contacted by Fields and Fire to have my artwork um, in there in the spring um, and then also a mural with condado tacos, which is a new taco spot. Um, they're not a local business, but they came to us to set up store number two or spot number 21. Um, and so I got to be on the crew with like seven other artists. Um, super talented. It was just cool to see everybody's work together and, um, the condado tacos, the two people that, um, kind of ran the show jewels and oh gosh i'm I'm forgetting the other person's name um they were just so awesome and we got to have the best paint like the best supplies everything was organized it was just cool to see like their process of how they like supported the artists and everything ran, ran smooth but yeah that was um when i realized that painting murals um is like my sweet spot because i time doesn't exist like I could work all day and then go work on the mural from like five to like five in the morning. And (laughs) like, where did the time go? (laughs) Yeah. And I do that like several times in a row. So I think the sweet spot is when it comes to, to painting is doing big murals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love, that's one of the things that I've always loved so much about West Michigan, Grand Rapids specifically. And this is a lot. And thanks to Hannah at Lions and Rabbits, but Um, is the mural work that we have. And the fact that so many restaurants like, or places like Field and Fire Cafes, want to bring the artwork into their spaces. And we want to activate the spaces in our neighborhoods with art from artists from multiple backgrounds and stories. Um, And it just diversifies our landscape. And it, it certainly boosts the mood of the city when you're walking around and there's tons of colorful art everywhere. And all of it has a story. Um, there was a question that came into the chat. Um, somebody asked, what are you excited about working on lately?
1: Okay. So lately I have been really thinking about my, my work isn't like my personal work. And I've recently connected with in the universe, connected us, connected me to this really talented, successful artist. Um, <clears throat> he is taking me under his wing to kind of like. First off, teach me the art business because it's it's a business and I need to know what's going on in that business in that space. Um, <clears throat> and so what I want to do is really focus on my personal work. I'd like to, you know, get into spaces, into galleries, into um, just it would be painting, but also I want to explore sculpture. Um, and then I've been getting this kind of like push to explore sound with art and I don't know what that's going to be but that's the message message that I'm getting so
0: well I am really (laughs) excited to see what comes from that and and again you just you I love that you are always looking for new mediums and you're and I mean I think it's great for anyone to find a medium they love and just stay in that and rock it but as somebody who loves exploring a lot of different things I'm like Yes, I can totally relate to that. And um, I just want to remind everybody on our social media page, on our Instagram, there is um, a post, two posts ago with all of Kristen's information. If you want to follow her um, on social, everything's there. So, well, maybe we can reshare it to our story afterwards so you can find and follow her. Um, And then we had uh, another question of where are you finding inspiration these days?
1: Oh goodness, that question is so so always such a big thing because it's it's just everywhere. I mean, I could be somewhere and see somebody doing something or see the way somebody's um expressing themselves. I mean, obviously visually it's I love Behance. I love all of the um I love Instagram because I can curate and I can get tons of information from, or tons of inspiration from that. But really, I mean, it could even be a dream I have. You know, it could be <laughs> something my one of my kids says to, say to me. I mean, I would say they are a huge inspiration, too. Um, but yeah, I find it from everywhere. I just find it from life and living, so...
0: Is there any way, I'll expand on that. Is there any way that you um, try to, you know, if you have a moment of inspiration, um, is there any way that you record it? Do you put it in your phone or are you screenshotting and curating, you know, your own folders on your computer? Like, how do you kind of capture that, infor- that uh, inspiration to use later?
1: Yeah, I definitely do a lot of voice records. That's huge, especially, so I am really big on dreams and <laughs> I, re- I record, I have over 70 dreams recorded. Um, oh my just, gosh, Wow you wake up and you start your day and then you forget and you're like, dang, I really wish I could have remembered. So I've come to a practice. Like if I have something, put it in my voice record. So the same thing goes with inspiration. Just, you know, it's quick and you can refer back to it or t- notes, you know, things like that. Definitely. So
0: All the dreamers who all the 28, maybe dreamers who are listening, we need to start <laughs> recording our dreams. Yes. And that as inspiration. And then go that, back. I could see that being a really interesting, like, Uh, do it for like two weeks and then go back and see if there's a trend there and um, better. Yeah. That'd be interesting.
1: Back for sure. It's interesting. And
0: yeah,
1: I remember having that dream.
0: Exactly, I mean, you just wake up and they just go away. So Um, anybody else who wants to ask a question, pop it in the chat, I'm gonna ask one more um, because obviously we are in a different time and we're gonna come out of this different and we already all are different. Um, And I think that for a lot of people who might've lost their jobs or who are rethinking, they might currently be in a career like you were and rethinking about what that's gonna look like on the other side of this. What's a tip you could give people who might be going through a difficult situation? Something that might've helped you, um, maybe if they're in a creative rut or if they're just mentally really burnt out, um, just any tips and tricks you have to kind of get yourself back up there again.
1: (laughs) So I know, so the first thing that came to mind, what works for me is rest. And I know that when you're struggling, especially financially, your brain won't rest and you're constantly thinking survival, survival. So me saying that it's kind of like rest, you know, whatever. But it really is important to get your rest, to take care of yourself, to make sure you're getting enough of of the things that you need to like actually function Um, and to not beat yourself up when you start to have those, you know, self-talk things that you do, that we all do, (laughs) like stop them dead in their tracks because the mental, the mental um, stamina and the mental is so important to be able to switch the situation around. So okay. and also, like, I know that not everybody's an entrepreneur and you may be working somewhere and you may have things like that you want to do separate from what you're doing. You have to make it a practice to to invest into those things daily. If you don't, they kind of just go to the wayside. So it does take dedication, discipline, and taking care of yourself
0: for sure. I often say a lot of time, um, I teach a fitness class on the side and when we're doing breath work at the end, I'm, I say it's like clearing house. You got to take a breath in, you're laying on the floor, your eyes are closed and you're taking a broom and you're clearing out the brain because anything that's garbage in there, you got to get it out and you got to make space for the things that matter. And I'm, I'm seeing some comments about people talking about that too. Mindset is everything. And I'm so glad you brought that up. I think it's a great reminder.
1: Yes, mindset, scarce. Um, somebody said the scarcity mindset that goes for financial too. Also, like knowing your worth, because I think that I didn't have that mindset when I was working in a corporate space. I didn't actually start to recognize that I had that scarcity mindset until I had to make my own way. So, yeah, yeah. change that.
0: And then um, I- we have a sorry we have a question what's your 2021 goals and beyond
1: 21 2021 goals are to create some goals
0: (laughs) (laughs) you still have time
1: (laughs) but being honest um I actually I was talking to my my daughter about this the other day I'm like you know I have all these ideas and all these things I want to do but I don't actually have the goals set this is what these are the steps this is what and I think it's because like. Things just magically happen for me, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. So I need my goals to make goals and and some of the things that I want to do are really big. So I need to make the goals and set them and have the steps. So those Yeah, I
0: would imagine it's it's easy to be. Um, I find myself in this position to reactive and and working on what you have in front of you, especially if you're really busy and you've been given a lot of opportunity, you're making the connections. It's easy to just get stuck in that and not be looking (laughs) ahead. And then all of a sudden you might hit that dip and it's like, oh, no, you know, I should have made the goals and planned ahead. So it's hard in the moment. But that proactive thinking, that goal setting is is really, really important. Yes. Yeah. goal goals to get you there. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Mentor
1: mentorship, Um, have have helped me tremendously with people who are, you know, not like me, who are, like, rigid. Like, I need those people because I'm just like, ooh, yeah, let's be, like, (laughs) go free and so just... You know, <laughs> I need- yeah,
0: that's, a, that's a great idea too. find a, a mentor who isn't the same personality type as mm-hmm. you find a mentor who's um, rigid. If you're more carefree or more creative, if you're more logistical, like finding the opposite is a great idea because that's an opportunity to learn. And it's they can give you tips to help in the areas, you know, you need to grow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So many, so many great comments on here today. I'm so, we had it like, we had like 36 people who were on here at one point and I saw so many familiar faces and I really appreciate you. And I am so glad that you are part of our community here in West Michigan. I think you're doing amazing things. And like I said, please check out our Instagram page so you can find all of Kristen's links to follow her because Obviously, you're going to be doing some great things. I can't wait to see and hear what sound with art is going to be like. Um, no. And yeah, I anybody, um, you know, leave any more love you want in the chat. But other than that, good morning, everyone. And I hope you have a fantastic day. And we'll keep this recording and you can watch it afterwards. And anything awesome. else, Kristen, you want to leave our audience with? Um, no. <laughs> I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Happy yeah. Yeah. Thank you again for your transparency today and all of your help. I know our audience appreciated. And everybody have a fantastic Friday and an awesome weekend. Thank you.